and it also makes me realize I was born in the wrong generation. Like I, I wish I was born back. I mean, I say that, I don't know what it would have been like, but I just, I kind of want to live on Larry little house in the prairie days. Like I could, I could make a really good, you know, homesteader in those day, day and ages. Yeah. Well, I and I think, that. but I think that's what we're seeing even in our generation is this desire to go back to the old ways because mm-hmm. we are so tired. We're so burnt out. We're so overstimulated. We want less. You are listening to the Famous at Home podcast with Dr. Josh and Christy Straub. Because when it's all said and done, we all want to know that we were famous at home. Welcome back to the Famous at Home podcast. We are in a series called Words That Matter for Your Family. Today, we're talking about simplicity. Before we jump in, here is a word from our sponsors. So welcome back. We are talking about simplicity today and we've if you've been listening in, we've talked we've started with safety. We then started with attunement. We went moved to attunement. Last week we talked about discipline, leading in grace, following in truth, kind of see a a a, a system or a direction that we're heading in. But today we're talking about simplicity, which kind of be like, wait a minute, well, how does simplicity, why does simplicity matter for my family. Well, and I think it's a word that maybe not a lot of us have thought of. And in choosing the words that we did for this series, we kind of intentionally did that because I think there's a lot of words that we throw around a lot that feel so commonplace, like love, affection. I mean, thing, respect, like sure. Yeah. All important for a family, but why does simplicity matter for a family? And it's actually super critical because it's getting down, I believe, to the essentials of life where we've added so many layers that add this complexity and complexity can add beauty in certain ways, but it can also overwhelm a system and a family is a system. And so added layers of complexity add added layers of anxiety, of stress, of pressure and, and and layers of busyness that we really want to peel off and peel back to what is simple what is essential and what is really getting to the heart of who we are as a family and what we're about. And so that's what we want to talk about today when we're talking about simplicity. And I love that you said it that way, because I think what's fascinating about this is that you have, and if you've been listening to this series, you've heard us say this. uh, I keep referring to this one particular study that Robert Epstein did, but he talked about the top 10 parenting strategies to get the outcomes we most desire in our kids. We talked about this in the safety episode. We also talked about it in the discipline episode. But the second greatest parenting strategy that he found to get the outcomes we desire in our kids is a parent's ability to manage his or her own stress. A parent's ability to manage his or her own stress is the second greatest parenting strategy to get the outcomes most effective to get the outcomes we desire in our kids. And I think to what you said, Christy, is that complexity leads to stress. Yeah. And when we're running ragged, we're running all over the place. That's where we tend to have, that's where the, the stress has a trickle down effect onto our kids. And so I just think getting back to what's simple, getting back to what matter, get, being simple is getting back to what matters. Yeah, exactly. And I think in our modern day world, we have added all these layers of complexity because we can, because they're available and they're accessible. And for a while, it sounds good. I mean, you think about even like, walk into a grocery store and all of the options that you have. Oh my gosh. It's so overwhelming. It drives me crazy. It's like canned tomatoes. Okay. 
it's a can of tomatoes. Like this really shouldn't be hard. Like there's like whole Drives sections of canned tomatoes now. And so I send Sweet Josh to the store to get, and he's like, what? Is it diced? Is I like it going this? to Aldi because Aldi is just it has like way one less options. options. But like that's an example of where you realize simplicity is better than complexity. And and, and it also makes me realize I was born in the wrong generation. Like I, I wish I was born back. I mean, I say that. I don't know what it would have been like, but I just <laughs> I kind of want to live on Larry little house in the prairie days. Like I could I could make a really good, you know, homesteader in those day, day and age. Yeah. Well, and I think, but I think that's what we're seeing even in our generation is this desire to go back to the old ways because Mm -hmm. we are so tired. We're so burnt out. We're so overstimulated. We want less. And so for us, simplicity has looked like a lot of things in a lot of different areas. And we're going to talk about that, but this is not again, to put our life or lifestyle on you. It's to just assess like, where is it in your life right now that feels way more complicated than it needs That's to be the key. That's and the to key. get back to simplicity. And maybe it's just the permission to hear from someone else that simple isn't, isn't less than it's not like the, you know, first grade version. It's not this like lower form of living. I actually think it's best it brings life. And it does bring life because it can bring life to so many areas. And so maybe I'll just ask that question to start. Like, where do you feel this need for simplicity? And you may not even know what that looks like. I think often we want to jump to like finding an answer of like, I have to be able to solve that problem. Pause before you go down that spiral and just pay attention to where you think you need it. Because God will reveal the answers as you go. But if you just feel maybe there's like a visceral weight that you feel I, I'm going to start with our house, our physical home where we live and the things that are in it. Because like we talked about last week, when we talked about discipline, it feeds into every other area. And so I believe the same thing is true with simplicity. When you start to find simplicity in, in an area, it starts to feed that desire for it in other areas. And I think that's where it becomes an unburdening, that is like monumental, you know, it's like those, those like one degree shift that becomes this huge change in trajectory. It feels like that when you start to unburden yourself with all the complicating factors that you've been living under for so long. And so let's, let's start with our physical homes though, because I think that's, that was one, and we've talked about it on the podcast. We did an episode with Joshua Becker last year, this year, it was this year? February. Wow. Somewhere around in there. That was really accurate, by the way. And it, but that feels like a long time ago. So it's not even... It was earlier this year. We did the spring cleaning thing. We went to the minimalist yes! thing. And I think we're getting... We're coming up onto that again, right? It's it's We're coming up onto the Christmas holiday season. We're, yeah. co- we're going to be getting, you know, not we in particular, but I'm saying generally speaking in Western America, we get all these things and toys and all this new stuff. And then all of a sudden you just accumulate stuff. And the reality is the stuff doesn't really, it clutters us and it makes us, it makes more things complex and which leads to more stress. And I think to your point, one of the things I do want to highlight real quickly is that, you know, it is, we are in that first moments here of December and we would really encourage you to get 25 days of the Christmas story because that's one way to make life simple over the Christmas season. Like find ways right now to simplify your life. That book right there, 25 Days of the Christmas Story. We'll put it in the show notes today. Love for you to get a copy of that so that you guys can create. And I'm going to go back to the simple moments. 
It's simple. Go back. It's yeah. simplicity. It's 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 activities with your kids. It's getting back to what really matters at Christmas time, rather than the hustle and the bustle and the and the and the chaos of buying all these things and what do we buy and when do we buy it and the complexities of it. I want to give you permission to say no. Yeah. Like, say no. No is a complete sentence. If you can't make something like do, and this goes back to the famous at home book and us, you know, really coaching families to set values, have values for your family that drive who you are. Maybe simplicity is one of those. But to Christy's point, I think as you're coming up, just to go two different directions here, real quickly, number one is the physical house. I am excited again. We went through, we minimized things. We threw, I remember Kennedy, our daughter, coming down with just bucket loads of toys that she just said, I just want to get rid of these things. And her life was more complete. Like she started playing with the toys that she actually liked. And the reason that's significant too, just to give you a, background in our family like kennedy is our hoarder of all things she loves all her things all the things collects all the things and i love that it's actually it's so endearing but she was so has like she didn't want to give away anything like nothing she wanted everything had meaning and then we went through this process as as a family she saw everyone else doing it she started to then engage a little bit she like pick out like two things that she was willing to get rid of and it just started this process where she started to realize she liked that. She liked her room better because it had less things in it and it actually looked nicer. <laughs> and so it's not even been a full year, evidently, because it was only in February. But like to see the way she has completely flipped in how she lives her sweet little eight-year-old life and that she's not even asking for many things for Christmas right, this right, year. Right, Because she's like, mom, I know I'll just play with them for a little bit and then I'm going to want to give them away. <laughs> And so she's wanting like bigger things like, and I should, and more like, I mean, things that she can actually do and enjoy. Well, and, and some are like living memories. things like bunny, like a bunny. Oh, yeah, she wants she a does bunny. Want but like, she's not getting a bunny. She's not getting a bunny. Okay. Her aunt, Santa, Shayla, I hope you're listening because her aunt Shayla has these you don't two want a bunny, bunnies Santa. and she wants bunnies like aunt Shayla does. And bless Be her. Girl. Anyway, my point is, the way I watched that filter in, because we loved this minimal, like though it lit a fire under us. And to it, me, minimalism, I like to use the word biblical simplicity. I think yes. simplicity yeah. is getting back to biblical, simpl- living a simple life. Yeah, but that that started something. And so that started with our physical home. And there might be a place in your home. I We are not like minimalists in many ways. Like we're minimal-ish is what I say. But here's my only... And there's lots of beautiful people to follow who, in that space who do great work. But I would just say from my perspective, when you walk by a room, a closet, a pl- and you feel heavy, like you all know what I mean. Like you walk by, there's this closet under our stairs. I used to feel just like, ugh. You know there are things in there that do not need to be in your home because they are taking emotional space up. Even though you're not even looking in there, you feel the weight of it. Like they're taking up space in your mind and in your heart. Like, like I'm saying like in that emotional space where it just doesn't feel peaceful or light, just pay attention to that. That's my best. If you feel like there's a cabinet over here that has all of our files and I know I have to go through it because I, every time I'm like, I just, I want to avoid it. But getting back to simplicity, getting back to only owning and taking care of the things that really matter to you. Because why the heck are we spending our precious time 
organizing again for the 400th time, when you've already organized their art closet and the toy bins and you're doing it again, it's because there's too much stuff. And I just want to go back. So, so let me close my loop. So one was going into the direction of, um, what I, I open, Christy likes to open loops. I like to close them. Um, I feel like we both you're, offer you're a gift open, to the world. You're an open, an open, I'm an looper. open looper. I'm a closed looper. So, uh, you were talking about, um, so in the podcast world though, closing another, loops, it really is helpful. Like I, I'm not, and I used, I opened up one because I talked about 25 days of Christmas story and holidays coming up and the simplicity of that. Yeah. The first one I wanted to go and you kind of really, you really nailed this down. Think about your physical. I think it's a great representation, a great illustration. When you walk by a room and you feel something emotionally heavy is because of where something's located in your house or you have too much stuff. I think that is a great illustration to take into every area of our lives, even into our schedules, right? That's and good. so so, so that's the two directions I wanted to go. One was the physical piece of that. Um, the second piece of that I want to get to uh, after the break is that emotional piece or that um, how, how do we, how do we, that emotional piece with our scheduling, especially with the holiday season coming up, we can really throw a great illustration into that. We'll do that right after the break. So it's the holiday season and we are, you know, it can get so full. And then you miss the simplicity of what Christmas is all about. You miss what it really is all about. And this is just an example. Take this into every area of your lives. I'm going to use Christmas, but I want you to also be able to take this to travel sports. What, what do your sports schedules look like? Where do you feel so stressed out because life is so busy? I remember doing this survey of over 700 parents a couple years ago in our audience, and we asked them, what was the single greatest um, stressor in your life right now, the greatest parenting struggle that you have? And the highest one, bar none, was too busy, not enough time. And I think that's what we're talking about when it comes to simplicity. We want to help you get to a place where you're simplifying your life in your physical surroundings, and in your schedule, right? What does your schedule look like? This holiday season is one of those areas where you look at it and you can go, we have too many things going on. And I think that's what you have to be able to look at in your life is going, we have too many things going on. Where, where, to, the, to the point where it's not a blessing anymore. Yeah, right? that's good. It's like too many, too much of anything becomes a burden as opposed to a blessing. And everybody feels it in the home. Yeah, because since when, like Christmas should be, a delightful time of year. And yet I see so many moms in particular who are so burdened by the pace and like everything, all the to-do lists and everything they need. Like this is where like simplicity, like mm -hmm. come back to as no is a complete sentence, like Josh said, but also what do you desire? Like where, because somewhere along the way we've picked up this belief that we have to go along with what culture says or what other people's expectations, like I'm supposed to go to this, you know, party, you can say no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I have a previous commitment. That commitment may be sitting with your family, reading 25 days of the Christmas story. That'd and be doing, a great commitment to make, by the and way. Doing, well, and doing one of the family activities. So you're just home. It, yeah. And you're making Christmas cookies or you're drawing pictures with them or, you're, you know, you're going around to see Christmas lights in your pajamas. Like do that. It's like like the simple phrase of we have something on the calendar. We have something going on. Yeah. And that something could actually be you're just together as a family. Yeah. And prioritize it. And that's your scheduled night nights. Not like you only get one a week. Like 
give yourself as many as you need. And I think somewhere we have almost abandoned ourselves in order to serve others, like their expectations of us, especially this time of year. So let's just get back to what is simple. Okay, so we know what the priorities are, right? Love God, love others, but also like what are our priorities are to our, our family, our spouse, our children, and ourselves. And the rest of that can come into play. Like the rest of the people, we're not jerks. We're not, we're not even being selfish. We're, we're mm-hmm. putting up really healthy boundaries. And so that in terms of, and in scheduling, we could talk about, and we have a million ways on how that looks with prioritizing, you know, our weekly rhythms, our daily rhythms. We talk about that in Famous at Home. Um, and just the importance of, because that comes back down to this simple routine that everyone can expect through a week. Um, there's days that are labeled Sabbath and that day is, it's not just important, it's necessary. And yet we so often plug stuff in those gaps that are meant to keep our lives simple, simple and not, um, overburdened. And yet we keep adding things like it's a badge of honor. Um, but I want to move to even uh, like other ways. I'm, I'm thinking like the game changers for us. And I'm going to say finances next. Um, if you heard our episode with Bob and Linda Lodick, we need to actually put a link for, we did their, um, budgeting system. You did their budgeting system. <laughs> True. We're doing it together. True. But you went through the course True. and then I, told me about it. True. You've Pat, done all the hard work. Thank you so much. I You're really welcome. appreciate you pointing that out. I loved it. Like, I love that stuff, though. But I love, loved, loved their system. We're using it. And let me, I'm just going to say, when you get your finances to a place, like, it is simple. It runs like a well-oiled machine. I know like we've operated with budgets before, but it's basically like, well, oh, but we still need groceries. So, I mean, whatever, you know, it's, it's been a new rewrite and like, this is our budget for groceries because it's in a, this account. But it's awesome though. It's not like this no, like it's bad not. thing. It's amazing. Thing. And that's what, okay. I'm not trying to say like, and the budget should serve you. And, but I'm just saying everything is now organized and simple. Yeah. It's, and simple. It's simple. And it has freed us up to not have to think about it. It's just that that has been such a gift. Um, let's like, we can even move into like just our, even our routines around like church and, and our commitments there. We have gotten to a place where we attend on Sundays. We serve on Sundays. We have done our night school. So we'll teach for night school, which is like where we do a marriage class for, six weeks and that's been amazing but that's what we do and you might be in a season where you're out there every Wednesday and Friday and your kids are in Awanas and all the things and that's like beautiful like I'm not saying again don't I'm not comparing our but where does it start to feel heavy yeah it's we had to say no to like being in a co-group because it, this in the last what couple years because it was just too, we couldn't do it it was too much of a burden get back to simple. So we started just gathering with some friends and it's kind of organically become its own co-group now, but it's not this like regimented thing. Yeah. We call them community group. And so coming back to simple in, even in our routines around church where it's, 
there's a place again where it becomes a burden and not a blessing. And so pay attention to what that is for you because I've seen so many couples where they have a very different expectation or, and also like, I almost want to say like their capacity level to serve or to be there is just very different. And that's something that's a really hard, honest question that a lot of couples need to have is like, I don't really want to be involved in that. Like that feels it's like where too the much service, to me. it's where the service hinders the relationship or the family. That's good. Right. You yeah. don't want your, how you view serving others, how you view all these things, hindering your marriage, hindering your relationship with your kids. That's your priority ministry focus there and then allow the overflow of that to serve into the church. Um, I do believe they go hand in hand very deeply uh, it, it's worked in our lives where they go hand in hand very deeply times where we didn't want to go to church times. We don't want to serve where we know we're supposed to. Yeah. And it turned out to be the biggest stinking blessing in the world for our family, even though we didn't feel like it. But when it becomes an ongoing burden where it's overwhelming us, um, that that's when you have to pay attention to it and make sure that you simplify how you serve. Yeah. I think for me, you know, you talked about, so we talked about your physical surroundings. And again, I'm going to go back to this. We've, we've done this in every episode in the Words That Matter series, but you got to pay attention to what Holy Spirit is doing in your heart and what, what's that one area, the one area where you could simplify your life. And that could be the, the, the environment of your home by minimum, you know, getting rid of stuff, that minimalist mentality, biblical simplicity, uh, getting rid of things that you just don't need in your home anymore. It could be your schedule. Uh, let's cut off things that don't need to be there. Uh, is somebody in a, in a in an activity or an event that they don't even really love that much or that they don't see doing long-term, but you're just hanging on to it just because other people are doing it or because your neighbors are doing it or because it's just the thing you do? Uh, uh, you know, what are you saying yes and no to in your schedule? And are you prioritizing your family? Uh, you know, what about how your finances, you know, Christy talked about finances and how simple are your finances or how complex are those? Uh, if you need to simplify, we encourage you to go back to listen to that episode with Bob and Linda Lodich. Uh, you know, um, and then we also talked about, um, oh, I'm blanking right now on, uh, we talked about finances, physical surroundings, time, I don't what we about and that. you were talking about something else and now I'm blanking. Oh, spi- like you're just spiritual life, spiritual church. life, church, church. That's what it was. Church. So, so you move to church the way that I, I want to add a couple more thoughts into this as it relates to simplicity, because I'm seeing it from a different angle in some respects for many, many years, I was chasing work. I was chasing status or whatever that would look like in the area of work or, and I think that's what chapter, the first part of famous, the famous at home book is about, is about our chase. What is stealing, as, as our friend Jordan Rayner describes, your unipresence? So you, you are not omnipresent. As much as we try to be omnipresent, you know, in many places at once as parents, you can't. So we are unipresent. We, have, we, we, we are only present in one place. And I want to ask you, what, is, what complexities are stealing your presence with your kids? What complexities are stealing your presence in the moment? And I think one of the areas we have to simplify is our screens. That is that's a, what I was going to say next. Oh, sorry. Good. No, that's just, great. So I'm going to go to screens yes. for a second because I, was just I genuinely say- believe that this is an area that we have got to turn them off more than on. Yeah. I was just going to say changing our inputs, yep. like minimizing our simplifying, I should say, our inputs because 
we live in an information age we could have we have instant access to absolutely everything and that is so overwhelming because it makes you feel like a the whole world's burning <laughs> to be that you know there's we don't know everything but then you try to learn all these things at the same time and the amount of pressure that puts on you to be all the things at the same time is absolutely exhausting and so to remove like for me I had to remove a ton of people that I followed on social media I don't even get on social media as much we canceled a whole bunch of subscriptions and you know things like that I get no notifications on my cell phone yeah I I, there's zero dings because they just they they I just you just have to wait till I look at my phone for me to get back to you it's just the reality uh, because I can't deal with dings and bells and whistles on my phone dinging all the time. And the next thing I know, I'm like, I'm a stress case. And, and it's just, why? For what reason? Um, so so that's a big one, is is limiting the screens. And, and here's why I say that. Because it's increased my unipresence, my ability to be able to be present with my kids. And so board games, get simple. Board games have been a huge blessing for our families. Our kids have gotten older I find so much joy in playing board games, reading books as a family, not actual on a screen, but actual physical books as a family. Sitting down and reading books has been a huge game changer for our family. Uh, board games, reading books, going camping, getting out in the woods. This is another way that we have tried to simplify our lives is to get smaller in the space that we live in, to not individualize ourselves into separate rooms, but to kind of come more in our living area where everybody is together as much as we can. These types of things that we have found that have simplified our lives have brought more life and joy to our lives more than the than adding things into our lives. The more we add things that don't need to be there and we do not do an inventory of what's on our schedule, uh, where we're spending our money, um, what's coming into our house, what physical items, what's cluttering our house, what's cluttering our minds, what's cluttering our hearts, it just brings the added stress. Yep. And the more we have simplified all of these other areas, the more life and freedom it's brought to our family. Amen. Like, and I think that's as simple as it needs to be. Like this, we were talking about this episode. We're like, it's really pretty simple. (laughs) Giggle. But like it is. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like, I don't know how much more needs to be said, except that to pay attention to where you feel Holy Spirit is convicting you to start and to move to next, because that's all like, and that's it. Don't make it more complicated than that. Like, what I don't want to say is to like, oh, all these areas, because you know, you could keep going. Food was another one we simplified in and coming up with a mm. real strategy for what we're eating and how we're getting the food into the house, how we're making the food. One thing I will say, I obviously didn't invent this, but this has been really helping me, is I have been making double like making the meal twice. So there's like these freezer meals, which I didn't typically do because I usually think they're kind of gross, but I found these ones that are decent. I can even link it. I mean, it's just, I don't even know who it is. Some web, some woman's website. And I've been making one to eat like that day. And then another one, it just goes in the freezer. I know that's not novel. It was to me though, why I was cooking every night, like which, you know, we finished a work day 
on on the couple days that I work and I'm like, it's, it's so late. Everyone's hungry. And then it's like, oh, you feel like, you know, you have to go eat. Your life's too complex. It was too complex. And I'm like, nope, I'll just make double so that next week we just pull it out of the freezer and put it in the instant pot. Anyway, I know that's not novel. I didn't invent this. It's novel to me because I've never done it. But like just finding those simple ways for me that have taken a huge burden off and make me feel like I'm a rock star. This is awesome. You are a rock star. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. But I really feel great about it because I'm like, I'm getting food on that's good for my family. And again, back to the convictions, how you feel convicted. If you're in a yeah, season where is it? Yeah. and you need to eat out every night because that's what, okay, great. Like I remember in those early years with like, infants and you're not sleeping like you get by with whatever and don't add this added complexity of like I need to be gluten-free dairy-free no seed oils like look you're gonna work yourself sick just with the stress of that that's where get back to simplicity what is God saying to you to take off your burden off of you so that you can live free and so food is another one but my point was to not have to like don't survey the landscape of your life and all the things that you need to work on just start like be simple start with one thing that you feel the holy spirit convicting you and move from there when he moves you one of the areas that has really helped me and 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 that has been applying this to my business life like applying this to our lives in our ministry and our business because for years i would do the thing that was good and i would just add and add and add and say yes to everything because it all felt good and you know, I remember John Townsend, we were having dinner with he and his wife one night a number of years ago, and he looked at me and he said, Josh, he said, you know, uh, you haven't found your great yet because you say yes to all the good things. And he's been a mentor and a friend of mine for many years. And I thought, so he had that, that permission to speak that into my life. And I thought, man, it, it is so true how we, we, we fill our lives with good and then we never truly find our great. And I am switching that over also into our family. Think about the many things that we say good, we say yes to because it feels good. It's it, it's good in the moment. It looks good, or it's good enough. Or like it, it's, or good, it's enough. good enough, yeah. you know. And it's like, oh yes, we're gonna we're gonna take our kids to you know practice and get them into you know a sports practice on Monday night. They've got a musical thing on Tuesday night. We're gonna serve at our church on Wednesday night. Thursday night, you know, one of us works late. Friday night, you know, we've got this thing going on with these friends. By the time the weekend hits, there's, we're just, and then there's games on Saturday. The kids got games. They've got recitals. They've got this going on. We go to church on Sunday and we feel like we have no time for our family because we're just in everything. And I, I just want to encourage you, if that's you, do an evaluation of what is you're saying yes to that's just good and, and is preventing you from experiencing the great of your family. Because we see so often people laying their heads on in, on their pillows at night, just worried that they're not um, the thing that keeps you up at night. What is that thing? Like, is it that you're not seeing your family enough? Is it that you, it's going too fast and you haven't, you know, mm-hmm. checked off your bucket list uh, that you haven't? I mean, there's a lot of things and you have to make the sacrifices. When you get simple, you have to make sacrifices and you have to be okay with the consequences. You have to come to terms with the consequences before you say yes to simple. What do I mean by that? You have to 
say yes to the consequences that my kids might not be playing sports for the rest of their lives and that we're just going to say yes, that's okay in order to go, we're going to go camping every weekend. Um, you have to be okay with the consequences of going, you know what, we're not going to go visit um, these folks so often because we're going to instead focus on our family and we're going to do a family trip, just us, just our family this year. And then the consequences of that is everybody else, right? Like there's going to be consequences. Okay. We're not going to, we're not going to do Christmas with our family, with our extended family this year, because we just want to do it with our individual family. Guess what? There's going to be consequences because you're simplifying your life. But I'm telling you the great that's on the other side of simplicity is just, um, it's freedom. It's beautiful. Uh, it's just like coming out of discipline, but you have to get disciplined with simplicity because the world we live in, the Western culture, will dictate the direction your family is going if you don't pay attention to how it's influencing in the direction you're heading in. And you can go back to the Rethinking the Household episode that we did about a month ago and listen to that to just get a paradigm shift on what is the direction of our household. And I'm telling you, the more you start to say yes to the simple things, the more life and freedom, at least that we have found in our family, because it's the complex, as Christy said earlier, that leads to the stress. And I just want to add, you've said it, but I just want to sort of reiterate it. The discipline to be able to hold strong when mm. you have said no to something and you've simplified, that, that empty space right there starts to feel really uncomfortable quick. Good. because you're not used to it you don't know what that feels like and so even like your whole body your whole nervous system is like heck no this is not comfortable I need to fill this because I you know I can't sit with my thoughts I can't we can't what, what, Saturday a whole day Saturday at home like what on earth am I gonna mm. do you start mm. panicking and like and that's real and your body is like this is not normal so therefore it's unsafe and I just want to tell you that that might happen and forewarn you and say, just stay the course because you cannot, that, that margin that you're creating, it's like boredom in our kids. It's boredom in us. You know, it takes 15 to 20 minutes of boredom for creativity breakout. You have to get comfortable with that boredom. It's called rest <laughs> and not, not all rest is boring at all, but it is that margin, that space, that is actually where you decompress and it's where all of our thoughts, our feelings, they're filtered through, they're actually processed. And it's, it, so a lot of work is actually being done when you're not doing anything at all. And we're also not saying to live a life of like doing nothing, but you do need those little pockets of time where you're able to process the actual life you're living and just fight that urge to add something back in, even if it's a good thing, because we have learned and been conditioned for so long to fill up our lives with all of these things to do it a different way feels very strange but on the other side of that is really beautiful and i and i would say this too there's many of you who you are stuck in that you're and i, sh I shouldn't use the word stuck you feel stuck in your kids because you do have multiple kids who are really good at sports they love sports and you're in it and you do feel like, oh my gosh, I am running ragged. My life doesn't feel simple. It does feel complex. I would just encourage you, make sure, first of all, that your kids are playing the sports because um, that's what they love genuinely doing and that it's bringing your family together. Um, and that's 
I mean, we played sports. That was what we loved doing. And if our kids are going to be into sports and it's going to bring our family together, great. But I would encourage you to find the areas where you can simplify. Maybe it's somewhere else. As Christy was saying, find the area in your life that can help you simplify so that, it, yes, the schedule might be chaotic. You might feel like a, uh, you know, an Uber or Lyft driver driving, just driving your family, your kids around from one place to the next. But maybe the area you want to simplify is in your home so that when you are home, you just feel, ah, yeah, uh, maybe the area right. you want to simplify in is that dinner time just looks easy. As Christy was saying, you want to fix meals so that you're not the one feeling stressed. They're already prepared so that when you do get time together as a family, you're, you're simple. It's you're, you're together. You are with each other. Uh, maybe you're playing board games, you know, instead of, um, getting on screens or that type of thing. Yes. There might be areas of your life that feel chaotic because that's just the nature of the season of life. You're in with your kids. That's a reality. Where are other areas that you can simplify so that you can pour out in that area of your life rather than feeling stressed in that area of your life so that those activities are bringing your family together and not burdening you and pulling them apart. And I think that is something that's important to, to pay attention to because many of us do have seasons. And I think the other component of that is there's a time and season for everything under heaven, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I, what there's going to be seasons of your life that are going to be full. They're going to be chaotic. They're going to be stressful because you're launching a business. You're starting school again. You are taking kids from one place to another. That that's normal. That is very, very normal. But don't wait until retirement to simplify your life. Yeah. Don't wait until your kids are out of the house to simplify your life. Simplicity starts today. And there's other areas of your life that if they're overwhelmed, if they're complex, if they're feeling stressful, that you can simplify today. And as Christy said earlier, that simplicity is just going to start trickling, just like discipline. The simplicity will just trickle into other areas of your life and it'll bring you life rather than more stress. Amen. 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 Amen and amen. I feel like it's really, I could, I keep thinking of all these examples of ways that I've simplified, like, and I don't even know, I don't know if it's helpful or not, but like, you know, grocery shopping, for example, I used to like buy this from this store and I ordered this from this store and I ordered these things from this online place. And I did it like, cause it was like cheaper here or it was like better there or whatever. I was going crazy, like ordering all the time from all these places some are on auto ship. Some are not. You have to keep track. Oh, more stuff just showed up at the house. And then I have a, you know, Instacart delivery. And then I had to, oh, but I had to go pick up this at the store. I, I don't know. I just, I don't have margin for that. Like it was honestly causing me so much stress. So I've started, I just set in a new rule where it was like, I order from one store here in town and I go pick it up. And then I order you know, these things online, because I don't have them here from one place and they get delivered and that's it. And the rest of it, like every now and again, I'll go to the grocery store. If I, I have I enjoy to going to the grocery store, but, but just to, just to of getting back to going to the grocery store. But some of that was like, because we have a million options, it's so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Like they're all great. Like they all sound great. And I've probably tried most of them at certain seasons, but I realized that there's too many options of that that was causing it to not be great anymore it was actually really hindering so one store you know that has made me feel like okay and I only buy them on one day a week because otherwise we're running to the store every few days and 
just things like that where you might realize you have similar patterns and they don't serve you like they're exhausting you just pay attention to that and I use those only as my examples because I think they're relatable and I think we all feel that but to just know like there's such there's other you have a choice I think that's the most you have a choice we often feel like we're stuck like Josh said but it's And I think at the end of the day, when we talk about simplicity, um, there's a text. Hang on. I'm going to grab this text. I want to, I want to read you something. Okay. Sorry. I had to grab my iPad to read this text. Um, I got a text this morning from my spiritual mentor, Gary Oliver. And I think this is as simple as it gets. And I think this is where we all need to get back to. We talked a lot about it. We talked a lot about this in our natural lives, but I want to talk about it just briefly in our spiritual lives. I think this is it. He sent me this text this morning. As you go through the day today, remember that you are his beloved son and you're precious in his sight. Yes, it's true. Really, you are. Remember and give thanks. Capiche? <laughs> wow. It's just that. We are loved. You are a beloved son. You're a beloved daughter. And at the end of the day, everything that we're chasing in this world, um, chase the kingdom. I don't want to say that everything in this world will disappear and go away. Not everything is completely fleeting. I think there's things that we're creating and doing in this world today that move on to the new earth and the new kingdom. And it's building the kingdom but I also believe there's a lot of stuff today that's not, that we are chasing. And in many cases, we're chasing his approval of us or someone's approval of us. But at the end of the day, I don't think it gets any more simple than realizing that by God, you are loved as a beloved son and as a beloved daughter. Remember that. Capiche? Capiche. That's it. Okay. So until next week, Keep in mind that the greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. Keep being famous at home.